Good morning, folks. This is the Leafs Convo Podcast for Vanguard Northeast Realty in Scarborough, VanguardNE.ca. I'm Norman James with Mike uh, Jello. We're going to do it quick styles today, and it's going to be very positive because there's some good stuff to talk about. The Maple Leafs, a 4-1 winner in Game 1 of their series with the Boston Bruins, kicking off the Stanley Cup playoffs. I thought it was the best game of the year, Mike. What say you? It was one of them, definitely. Good morning, Norman. Um, and you know the the, the and I'll I'll get the the only negative out right away. It's only one game. That's the only thing you have to really have to worry about. This is this is the opening chapter in a seven chapter book. Um, that being said, the Leafs did what a lot of people doubted they could do against the Bruins, which was use their speed and skill to create disadvantages, especially in that building, which has been you know, sort of an albatross around their neck. You know, they bounced back from an early one nothing goal to Patrice Bergeron. And after Nealander took the penalty and Bergeron scores that goal, I think every in the mind of everybody in Toronto and every Leaf fan is like, oh, no, here we go again. But they they showed the fortitude and turned, the, turned that game around. And I think the shift that sort of turned it around was the fourth line shift with Connor Brown and Trevor Moore, as you mentioned when we were chatting back and forth last night that that gave him some energy and a, yeah. a shift or two later Marner gets that goal to tie the game and I think from that point on they they pretty much dominated that game with some pockets of where the Bruins you know respond Mike the flow of positivity and the direction of play doesn't always have to start with the first line and then go down it can start from the support players and then work its way up and that's what we saw with Trevor Moore Connor Brown and the fourth line lots of energy lots of spunk lots of determination you could feel, you could sense the Leafs were up to something good last night. Even if they didn't win that game, mm-hmm. you could sense, you can sense that their play is is different. And the fact they came away with the win, huge bonus, huge weight off their shoulders. And let's just see what they can do now. The Bruins outshot them 38-33, but the Leafs outhit the Bruins 33-31, Mike. 14 blocks. I... We didn't see a lot of that during the regular season. The Leafs were always out hit, always out blocked. I don't know. Does it mean anything? Well, I think it means that they know that this is the consequential time of the season. And this is where you sort of pay the price and absorb the pain of doing what you just said, hitting the Bruins along the boards, blocking shots to prevent quality chances on Frederick Anderson. You have to do that to win games. And, you know, maybe teams get worn down during the regular season playing that way. Mm -hmm. But I think that, you know, you have to do that to be consistent during the regular season. And now you absolutely have to do it when it comes to the playoffs. Now, I look at the one thing, um, and, you know, we knew John Tavares was going to make a difference. We knew he was going to be somebody who would be a matchup problem for the Bruins, you know, having to deal with. You know, t- the Tavares and Marner on one line and Matthews and the speedy guys on, mm-hmm. on his wing on, on another line. But the matchup and Bruce – and this is, a, this is a, a good sign for this series. Bruce Cassidy is now sort of in the position of being the responder to what Mike Babcock is wanting to do. Because Babcock wanted Tavares against Bergeron. I'm, I'm fairly sure of that. And Tavares won more face-offs, scored a goal and an assist, and they didn't dominate that line, but they were on an even keel. And that allowed them on their second and third lines favorable matchups. So we saw Kadri with that bomb pass to Neander for the third goal. Mm-hmm. 
if that if that continues, where you know Tavares can sem- somehow neutralize Bergeron in that line of Hyman, uh, Hyman uh, Tavares, and Marner can break even with that line, then the Leafs have an advantage in this series. <laughs> Four points from the Tavares Hyman Marner line. Tavares was winning so many draws. The reaction from Marner having to grab these pucks, he's like, Jesus, dude, come on, man. I, I know you, you're good on the draw, but I'm not ready for all of these pucks coming my way. It was just a solid effort. A tweet that stuck out to me uh, last night, and I was interacting with people on Twitter because my wife let me go on social media last night. These are the playoffs. These are special times. So if you see me on social media and I'm tweeting up, like crazy and I really should be blocked or put in Twitter jail. You can, you can report me, but understand that I'm letting it all out because I have been prevented from being at this point. Um, Hamadou Dalo Babs has been excellent with his deployment. I'm really happy with the performance tonight. I think Mike Babcock did a nice job coaching last night. Who had the, the, who was the ice time leader among forwards? Austin Matthews didn't have much to show for it. But he seemed to be pretty good in making sure that everybody got their piece of uh, the action. And even the, commentator, and even the commentators afterwards said that that win in Boston in game one belonged <laughs> to everyone. Yeah, and I haven't mentioned his name, so I should mention it right now. Frederick Anderson, especially in the third period when they're up three to one. And we've seen this team melt at TD Garden in the third period before. He was solid. He was steady. He made a few really good saves. He didn't allow the momentum uh, of you know the, the 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 fervor of the Boston crowd or the the Bruins gain any momentum from getting the goal that would narrow it to three two. And the longer that that period went on, that it stayed three one. You know the Leafs, I think, gained confidence. So you know this is a big win in a building that they don't like to play in, and now they're sort of playing with house money in game two on Saturday where, you know, if they take that, then they go back to Toronto up to nothing. And then it's going to be euphoria in Maple Leaf square. Was there anything about the Bruins game that you thought looked different from the Bruins games we witnessed last year? And even going back to 2013, was there a lack of confidence, uh, maybe a lack of urgency that I'm not saying can't be resuscitated, but was there anything different that you noticed that, you believe will bode well for the Leafs. Last point to you. Yeah, I, I, I think that, you know, it's, it's minuscule, but their bottom pairing, uh, they had injuries, Kevin, Kevin Miller and John Moore, more experienced bottom pairing defense when they pay, played uh, Connor Clifton last night. He didn't look particularly good, so they may make a change there. And I know that it, based on – and one of the surprises going into the series was, you know, David Backus not being in the lineup because he's, you know, he's an aging veteran and he's slowing down and they realize that they have to match the Leafs' speed and they put a rookie named uh, Carson Coleman in the lineup. And he didn't play badly, but I'm surprised because the Bruins in a way went away from what most people think uh, is, the, is the method of them being able to win the series, which is to be physically opposing against the Leafs. So I would say pro- possibly that Backus will be in, in the game in game two, and you're going to see a lot more crash and bang out of the, uh, out of the Bruins. Now, now the, what the Leafs will have to do is score on the power play if they take penalties, and that's the way you, you'll be able to neutralize them. But it'll, it'll be a very tough game in game two. Mike, the die has been cast in many ways. I'm not suggesting the Leafs are going to be home and cool and winning this series, but – Winning game one 
will go a long way to supporting and building and empowering their confidence for game two. This team is meant to be great. It didn't give itself a chance to be great in the regular season. But I'll tell you what, that game last night made me feel really good as a fan and a supporter of a, of a group of young players. And they're all younger than me, so they're all young players who I just want to see flourish and succeed. And this is the perfect time for it. And the last point I want to make is they didn't exhaust a shitload of energy in winning this game. It's not as if it took every ounce of might to eke out a victory. And the Leafs, for as much as there's a sense of urgency, we know that the playoffs are a protracted sprint. That means it's, it's, it's a long run. You know what I'm saying, Mike? Uh, enjoy your day. I know you've got a lot of stuff to write. We'll, we'll get caught up on HockeyBuzz.com. As I've said, Michael, you're the best in the business. Leafs Bruins Game 2 from TD Bank, whatever the hell they want to call it, Saturday night. We'll reconvene after, okay? Thanks, Norman.